Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. And we're back on Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat from Sports Radio 960 WSBT. I'm Darren Pritchett, 29 minutes in front of 6 o'clock. I am joined by Hall of Fame basketball coach from Bethel College, Mike Lightfoot. Just got honored into, I believe, the Indiana Basketball Hall of Fame recently. Also has been to the Final Four. And he's been kind enough to spend a couple of times with me during the spring here, including tonight, as we talk about Micah Shrewsbury becoming the Notre Dame basketball coach. It's funny, we had Coach on a couple of weeks ago, and we kicked around Micah as a guy that would be a great person to have in charge of this Fighting Irish basketball program. So I guess, Coach, once in a while we're right. How about that, Micah, the new head coach once at Notre Dame? <laughs> once in a while we're right. <laughs> we, we may not be right with Jason Haywood, but – Hayward, but we are right with Micah Shrewsbury. No, no question about that one. Hey, Hayward's got two home runs with the Dodgers already. Oh, brother, he's got <laughs> he a swing. Yeah. All right, let him hit it. That's let right. Him well, Coach, let thanks for doing it. this. I greatly appreciate it. And take me back. I'm just assuming I don't have the record books in front of me, but when you were at Bethel and Coach Shrewsbury was at IU South Bend, did you guys go head-to-head, and did you get to know him at all oh, back yeah. then? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we've kept a track of each other. Of course, I've been trying to keep track of him because I would give him a hard time because I said, I'm still sitting on the Bethel bench and you're sitting on the Boston Celtics bench. What happened? (laughs) And if I recall, Micah, I beat you pretty good, but now, now you're, you're in, in the NBA and here I am still in Mishawaka, Indiana. But, uh, that is a not a good hire, but that is a great hire uh, for Notre Dame. I cannot think of anybody that would be more qualified and fit the Notre Dame model as Micah Shrewsbury does. So, really, hats off to the administration and uh, the people that made that possible. Well, I'm going to say this: you had some pretty good opportunities to probably move along from Mishawaka, Indiana, but. You stayed around and became a Hall of Fame yeah. coach here, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some <laughs> praise. You're gonna, I don't want you to be too humble because you you probably could have gone. The, I I didn't get to the Celtics, so you know that that, <laughs> that door that that door. But you know what? He had a he had a better door as a really good friend with Brad Stevens, and I I've told Mike of this, and I truly believe I said, you know what? You got your you got your you probably your master's degree from Matt Painter, but you got your doctorate degree mm. from Brad Stevens, uh, in what in the area of coaching, and he uh, has just done an incredible job. I, I did talk to Painter at the final four. I said, you know, Matt, he he's just running all of your stuff that you ran that he got pretty much uh, from Brad Stevens. So the quick hitters, uh, 
the unique situations, getting the ball to the right hands of the right people. Um, the NBA prepared him very well for, for what he's going to need to do as a head coach. Coach, we should just do a segment of you name dropping. I'm just enjoying hearing these names you drop. I mean, Painter, you're throwing in there. It's just, it's oh, great being a Hall yeah, of Fame coach. You got all the contacts. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, with Nation of Coaches, I, I reached out yeah. to all the coaches in Indiana, so I do get to see all those guys quite a bit. Um, Matt Painter's on the NABC uh, coaches board, and so you know they're trying to sort through a lot of the issues, the NIL and the portal and everything else mm. right now. So uh, it's a tough time for, for coaches to navigate. I, I tell the next two weeks that every Division One coach in America is speed dating. Uh, they're <laughs> constantly on the phones doing a Zoom with one kid and then the next kid and the next kid, and then uh, they'll be able to get them to visit, I think, Monday. Well, no, I think Saturday. Saturday they actually have uh, – their dead time's over, and so they'll actually get kids to wow. to visit uh, after they've been on the phone for pretty much five straight days. Mm. Coach Lightfoot, I, I'm just wondering if you could kind of add a little perspective. You mentioned Coach Shrewsbury worked with Coach Painter and Coach Stevens and moved along to the Boston Celtics, so he got a good taste of, heck, isolation basketball being ran at the NBA level, but going back to his days at IU South Bend, his first head coaching job, what do you think you learn at that particular level that maybe even helps him today as he navigates through Division I college basketball? Are some things that you think he would have learned back then that helps him even today? Oh, absolutely. You know, I think that uh, moving over 18 inches from assistant coach to the head coach is night and day, no matter what level, from high school all the way up. And so Micah's first job, of course, was at IUSB, where now now you're calling all the shots, you're making all the decisions, you are pretty much relying on yourself to, to model and create the, the – um, the whole concept of what you want done, your culture that you're going to uh, have as a head coach, that's all on that's all on the head coach. And so, especially at the NAI level, uh, you don't have a support staff of six or seven other guys that are going to be with you. You've got one assistant coach, and he's probably honestly more part time than full time. I think when when Mike was at IUSB, he had a part time coach. So. You know, you're doing everything. You're you're trying to make sure you got everything lined up, uh, and you're recruiting your budgets, and those are just you know only can be done when you're a head coach. So yeah, that's a great a great starting point, and you know you'd never forget that first opportunity to be a head coach. Mike Lightfoot, my guest, the Hall of Fame basketball coach. As we talk about Micah Shrewsbury becoming the Notre Dame basketball coach, and Coach Shrewsbury is going to join me live on Monday's program. I want to ask you about the importance of bringing someone into this program through the portal that possibly Coach Shrewsbury has experience with and how that could be beneficial for him and maybe the rest of the team. And I'm just throwing out a name. There's no insider information, but I was interested. Brandon Newman of Purdue, someone that Coach Shrewsbury knows from Purdue. He's in the transfer portal, averaged about six points per game on that Boilermaker team this year. 
besides what he could bring to the team on the court, is there value, Coach, in bringing in a player that is familiar with the head coach and his system? Absolutely. I think, you know, we're looking at Brandon Newman. He, he went to Valparaiso High School, uh, played for one of my former players, Barrett Kuhlman. And if someone like that, it may not be Brandon, but there's, there's definitely a benefit if you know the person very well that you're bringing out of the portal. Unfortunately, a lot of coaches are not doing that. They, they have made mistakes of trying to find the best player, but mm-hmm. there might be reasons why they're in the portal that are creating a little bit of a, a problem or baggage that they bring with them. And so you have to be very selective, but you don't have a whole lot of time someone like a Brandon or a player from Penn State or somebody that he had recruited hard while he was in at Purdue is definitely going to give him a big advantage. And, and you, you look to those kids, you look like, wow, we built a great relationship, but either I left or they went someplace else, and now uh, we can get reconnected again. So, yes, that's a key part of this whole portal thing is trying to have a previous re- relationship and, the mid-majors are now doing just what you would think. They, they, the mid-major coaches are going after high-major players, hmm. knowing that they won't get them on the first time, but they'll get them on a second time. So the whole philosophy of Division One basketball has changed where now they're trying to recruit high, high, higher players, knowing that if it doesn't work out, now they're going to bounce back and remember the relationship they had in recruiting with another coach. Hmm. Coach Lightfoot, I'm just curious. I want to ask you about something you mentioned a moment ago that Coach Shrewsbury took a lot of what Matt Painter likes to do and was able to do that at Penn State. For maybe fans that are Notre Dame fans that don't watch Purdue or didn't see Penn State this year, could you offer a couple of thoughts? I know Mike is going to take the talent here and put together an offense that puts him in the best position to succeed, but can you give us a little sample of maybe what we could expect from Coach Shrewsbury based on his ties to Purdue and what he was able to do at Penn State this year? Yeah, I think the the key thing for those that are really into watching basketball especially is is the spacing on the floor of his players making sure they're adequately spaced so they can uh, either drive or kick and find out where they can get the basketball to to the people that can score Uh, Micah's philosophy has always been ball movement and hard cuts so you're going to see a little bit of a Princeton style where some backdoor cuts so lots of curls and flares depending on his sets but, you know, he's going to adjust to what he has as a team, and he's got a big bag of tricks coming out of the NBA that he knows a lot of different sets and a lot of different looks are going to get key players those shots when they need to take them. I think Micah's time in the NBA helped Javon Pickett this year, the Penn State undersized guard. Uh, yeah. I mean, he would take guards down to the low post, one-on-one situations, yep. and he would torch people. I remember he had 41 against Illinois this year, so I guess that's a sign of that NBA experience probably yes. put Pickett in a really good situation to succeed. When you look at the NBA, it's all about creating a matchup problem for the the defense, and so Mike is uh, very in tune where he's going to look at his players, the players that he has, the, the, you know, the sets and looks that he can put, present 
those players the best chance to be successful. So if it's posting up a guard, he's going to do that. If it's trying to get a double stagger screen for a shooter, he's going to create that. But all those come off a, a lot of the knowledge that he gets, he received, you know, at the NBA, he took that back and, you know, Matt Painter brought him back to Purdue and let him run the offense, the out of bounds plays. All those things were in his toolbox that he used that now he's going to be able to use uh, at Notre Dame. Coach Lightfoot, you had such a, a wonderful relationship with Mike Bray when he was the head coach of the Fighting Irish, a great 23-year run. Based on yeah. your conversations with Coach Bray and I think your understanding of how Notre Dame works and what it takes to be successful with the men's basketball program, if you had the chance, and maybe you have already, to sit down and, and talk to Micah for a couple of moments, based on your experience being around Coach Bray, what type of advice would you offer him? I think you just the, the big thing is that uh, you got to be bloom where you're planted. And I think that he's, he's got to take this uh, opportunity and, and embrace it. It's probably a dream come true for him in many ways, being from Indiana. And uh, one of the things I, I would just encourage him to do is just uh, uh, recruit Indiana kids a lot harder. I think that uh, Notre Dame has had more of a national look. Mm -hmm. But when you look at really, really great players, there's many of them you can keep right here in Indiana or in the Midwest that uh, are closer to home. They'll help your fan base. And, you know, I'm sure as, as I, I was down at the Final Four during the time he, he gave his press conference, but I think that was mentioned that he, he's really going to recruit more Indiana kids. And I think that is really wise um, because, you know, I look at a Blake Wesley and look about I think that kid ended up being a pretty good player for Notre Dame. Yeah. I, think that there's, <laughs> I think there are more out there that look at the total package that Notre Dame brings, the academics, the – the discipline and the character of the Notre Dame that they 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 will they will look at the opportunity to play for Coach Shrewsbury at Notre Dame. So you know those are I told him I said I will get back after the dust settles. I don't want to. Mike is in speed dating looking for recruits and and once that all gets settled in this summer sometime I'm sure I'll stop in and and we can chat about about things get caught up. Coach, I know during the basketball season you spent a little time broadcasting Notre Dame games early in the year. You're on the yeah. road visiting a lot of coaches across the country, so I'm not sure how much high school basketball you get to watch, but did you have the chance at all to see Penn's Marcus Burton at all this yeah. season? And just a thought on how he fits into what Micah wants to accomplish here at Notre Dame. You know, I really like his game. I like his quickness. Uh, probably the best part of his game is he's creative on what he can do to uh, get shots. Um, he had to shoot a lot of times. He, you know, he had a lot of opportunities to take shots at Penn, but he can create shots on his own. And I think as he trans transitions to uh, the Division One level, he will make adjustments in his game. There's going to be times when I saw him in the Hall of Fame classic against Ben Davis that he struggled mm -hmm. because the length of players, the height of players, the athleticism is not something he saw every day. But I saw him in AAU, in AAU circuit all last summer, and he blew up and he played against the best and uh, found ways for the most part 
to uh, get shots off. But the other thing that he can do, and he'll probably be called on to do more, is be a, a distributor of the basketball and play a, a true point guard position. Uh, he's not very tall, but he seems to be able to adequately uh, be smart enough to not get posted up, to understand that he, he's got a battle in there. And I'm sure he's already in the weight room trying to get stronger, as all freshmen need to do. So I think he's going to be a, a, a really great fit for Notre Dame. Speaking of high school basketball, Coach Lightfoot, how about a thought on those Northwood Panthers, the state champions of Class 3A? Hey, we love that, coming living in the Northwood system. Uh, that, <laughs> I'm so happy that Ian Roush is the first Northwood basketball player that's an uh, in the, in the Indiana All-Star on the, on the boys' side. Uh, they were fun. Uh, you know, Coach Wolf has done an incredible job uh, impacting this community and involving. He told these kids when they were in third grade. Now, you got a lot of times high school coaches don't even know who's in the third grade, but he met with those guys and said, "Wow, gentlemen, someday you guys can win the state championship." And they held on to that dream, and that dream became a reality. And I think it's just good for all of us to hear that. You know, if you have somebody plant a seed of greatness. You know, then and then help you uh, grow that seed. Then eventually, good things happen, and that's what Coach Wolf has done in the Northwood community. Wow, I had not heard that story. That just gives you goosebumps. Amazing. Yeah. Hey, one more thing, yeah. Coach, really quick. You were down at the Final Four, and if you wouldn't mind, I'd love for you to share with our listeners something that you sent me a text about recently, and you mentioned it when we were getting ready to go on the air. But you had the chance to talk to a basketball coach from the Ukraine. And of course, with yeah. that conflict with Russia taking place right now, I'm not sure how you can even think of playing basketball during a wartime, but what did you take away from that conversation with a basketball coach from Ukraine? It was, Darren, it was amazing. It kept, you know, as we celebrate Easter and I'll be thankful for all that we have, it was just amazing to hear the stories of how the hardships of the people of Ukraine are going through with the, the war with Russia and how he has seen firsthand, you know, schools and nursing homes and hospitals attacked. But one of the things that the leadership of the Ukraine really struck, almost like what we looked at COVID here, was we have to have something, a similar something going on that is going to keep the people uh, in a little bit more state of normalcy and so basketball is loved by the ukrainians uh and so they're going to keep they've lost a lot of key players that have chosen not to play in the ukraine but they still have had enough to have a, a eight team league uh pro pro league that are continue to play and they're not going to have a playoff uh they're just going to have a season ending in a couple of weeks but you know he had to he had to go by car and then by bus and then by train to get all the way to Poland and then from Warsaw Poland he flew all throughout the night and he got there uh, on Friday before the final four um, so you know it was really fresh in his mind and he texted me uh, Tuesday morning he was back at it again all the way back to Kiev and um, getting his team ready for the you know the the run that hopefully can finish in the top half of their league. But it was just amazing how they've persevered 
uh, I asked him how many times have they had close calls. He said too many mm. to imagine. He said there's probably three to five air raids every day. And uh, he said we're just uh, holding on and hoping that uh, eventually this all uh, comes to an end as soon as possible. Wow. Amazing. Absolutely yeah. amazing. Well, Coach, yeah, I appreciate really you is. allowing me to check in with you. I know we talked a couple of weeks ago, but with Coach Shrewsbury getting the job, I wanted to get your yeah. thoughts on Micah coming back to South Bend to take over this Fighting Irish basketball program. So appreciate your time. And you know what? Florida Atlantic made the final four, so Notre Dame fans in the near future should dream big as well, right? Absolutely. Florida Atlantic's coach is a Hoosier, so there's yeah. a lot of connections out there. Good things happen in the Hoosier land in basketball. Let's hope that, that that happens for the Irish soon. And let's hope that happens for Roger Powell, who apparently is the new head coach at Valparaiso, yeah. a man of faith and a great basketball oh. mind. So I think yeah. it's going to be a good fit. Oh, I, I know it is. I know it is. He's a great man. I'm really happy for him as well. Coach, thanks for the visit as always. I appreciate it. Okay. I'll keep you up to date on Jason Hayward's home home run total via text, and hopefully yeah, can we can talk again if, soon. Are the Cardinals winning? Um, we're not doing so well right now. A little pitching problems, two and four so far. Best batting average early, in the majors early. at 324, but that's not doing much good when you can't get anybody out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pitching wins, doesn't it? It sure does. It sure does. Coach, have a wonderful weekend, and we'll talk to you, you soon. Too, Darren. All right. Tell Cooper I said hi. I sure will. I appreciate that. Thank you, Coach. That is Mike Lightfoot, Hall of Fame basketball coach from Bethel College. His thoughts on Micah Shrewsbury becoming the new head coach of the Fighting Irish. 552 at WSBT. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 